We're live. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sheepkey Sheared Podcast, where here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most educational show, most educational podcast you'll ever listen to. My friends, I realized something today. I know I say that almost every day, but, you know, my mind's always working. I'm always thinking. I'm always moving. And I, my, so my parents are actually moving a lot of their stuff out of their house. And I, I came across something today that I didn't really think I'd ever think of again, much less see. And it was a, it was a notebook that I had to keep when I was in the military and I was going through mental health treatment. Now, for those of you who have not listened to me before, first of all, welcome. Second, uh, I've told this story in bits and pieces before, but I've never really gone into exclusive detail. So I'm going to do that today. This show is going to be entitled An Open Letter to My 13-Year-Old Self. Now, I'm 23, so that was exactly 10 years ago. And let me tell you something. My life has changed a lot in the last 10 years. Now, I don't know how many of you out there in the, watching the show or listening to the show are in your teen years or you're feeling a little lost. You don't have to be a teenager to feel lost. You don't have to be a teenager to really feel like you're just kind of floating on the vast void of life, feeling empty without purpose, begging for, begging for riches for fame, for everything out there that other people have that you want. Now, ladies, I'm going to have to tell you, I'm going to have, this is going to be from a male perspective. This is a, I'm a man. I can only speak from a male perspective. I can, I can try to speak from a woman perspective, but why would I try to do that when A, I can't really do it very well. And number two, it's not going to come from the heart because at the end of the day, I can only talk about me. I can only talk about my experience with stuff. That's this is one this whole show is one man's opinion mixed with research, statistics, and insight. But if you want to let your voice be heard on this topic, what do you think? What would you tell your 13-year-old self? What would you tell your 18-year-old self if you're older? What would you tell your younger self that you wish you had known that nobody told you that you had to figure out the hard way? Or maybe somebody tried to warn you, but you said, oh, what the hell do they know? They're old. They've been out the game. They don't know what they're talking about. You know, they're just my mom. They're just my dad. They're just my grandfather. Whatever. They don't know what they're talking about. That That's not going to be me. Lo and behold, at some point, it was you. And you had to learn the hard way. So what lesson would you teach your 13-year-old self? What would you impart to them if you could? Well, that's what I'm going to be doing today. I'm going to be telling you more about myself. I'm going to be telling you more about what I would tell my younger self based on what I read out of this notebook. Now, I'll, I'll provide you with some context. But before I do that, I want you to, like I said, let your voice be heard. You can leave it in the comment section on YouTube or on Rumble. Or if you really want to interact with me more on a, you know, a personal level, you can hit me up on Twitter at Austin Creed. I'm going to be tweeting out this question after the show because I want people to really engage and see what you think. So without further ado, 
what would I tell my 13-year-old self? Well, first of all, my 13-year-old self, he was, I don't know how to say this without this sounding really um, perverse bad. Um, he was young, dumb, and full of common. I don't know what else to describe. That's who he, that's what he was. He, my younger self was not that he, it wasn't that he wasn't ambitious, but he was more sheltered. He didn't understand the world for what it was. More saw the world through what people wanted it to be, what they wished it was, what it ought to be, that kind of stuff. Thought that women were the best thing ever. Thought that, you know, money will come to me eventually. You know, I don't have to work that hard. I'll just do things I enjoy every once in a while. I'm here for a good time, you know. The classic good time Charlie. I think I think everybody goes through that phase. Let's be honest. Everybody goes through that phase at least once in their life. But for me, I started that out pretty early. Now, I wasn't somebody who was completely out in these streets. I wasn't doing anything crazy because... Thank you. Thanks to my great friends out there, my bros, who I've known my entire life. They know who they are. They helped keep me on the straight and narrow path when I was younger and I really needed it. But the thing I would tell my younger self is this. In life, you're going to fail. And you're going to fail a lot and sometimes very miserably. And the more you fail, the more you're going to learn. And it's only a true failure. There's a difference between falling and failing. Falling is just you hit a bump in the road and it jolts you off the wagon. Whether it's you're feeling lazy, whether it's, you know, you messed up, whether it's, hey, you don't feel like you're getting anything out of what you're doing, whatever it is, it's not a it's not going to permanently put you out of what you're doing, but what it's going to do, it's definitely going to disrupt your your path. Hold on, give me one second. I had to drink some coffee while I'm doing this. Um, and then there's, there's failing. Failing is when you admit that you can't do something, that you're not going to try anymore, and that you're going to just stop. You give up, in other words. I think I would tell my 13-year-old self that it's it's impossible to beat someone who doesn't give up. Let me tell you something. In between me writing my manuscripts that eventually I will be able to publish and from doing the show every day, I have the hustler's mindset. I'm trying to make a, I'm trying to make money, but I'm also trying to make my mark and build myself up. And a lot of dudes are afraid to do that. They're afraid that nobody wants to listen to them, that they have nothing valuable to say, that no one really cares about their opinion, so why even bother? No one's going to like what I'm going to bring to the table, so why do I bother? Oh, I don't know if I'm qualified to do this. Why should I try? Oh, I don't know if, you know, anybody's going to actually want to, to have anything to do with what I'm producing. Why Why would I bother doing it? They, they self-sabotage themselves or deny their potential because they don't want other they don't want to face the rejection of other people. They'd rather suffer rejection at their own hands than at the hand of somebody else. Let me tell you something. Most people they don't care what you're doing. They don't care where you're going. They don't care what you're talking about. They don't care because they're so busy thinking about them. 
They're so busy thinking about what other people are thinking about them that they don't care what other people are saying about you. They are so self-obsessed with themselves that they don't really care what is happening to you. They care about what's happening to them. So people are so self-obsessed, they think that everybody's watching them like, ooh, ooh, he said he's going to do this, but, but is he actually going to do it? I don't know. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch him and see if he does it. No one does that. Not that I've ever seen. My friends, you need to realize a truth that I've come to know for myself. People often talk about they don't want to be selfish, but they also don't want to be completely selfless toward the fact where they lose their self-identity. So I'd like to share a quote with you that I would share with my 13-year-old self, and it's, that's this. If I'm not for myself, who will be? But if I'm only for myself, then who am I? I'll repeat that again in case you missed it. Again, here it is. If I'm not for myself, who will be? But if, but if I am only for myself, then who am I? When do you decide that you really want to advocate for yourself, when you decide that you're, you're done letting other people tell you where to go, what to do, who to associate with, and everything else, you're ready to forge your own path and your own destiny, you will quickly realize that it requires a lot of self-determination, self-belief, and the ability to truly Take this first step to self-mastery. That's what's going to require of you, is to master yourself. Because you will be unable to lead others if you can't lead yourself. But, now this is a huge caveat, but if you are only for yourself and you, have, you hold no regard for other people, you hold no regard for society, you hold no regard for your neighbor, who are you? Will anybody truly care about you? Will you leave a mark on the world that you want to leave? Now, you might say you don't care about those things, but that's not true. You only say that because you want that to be true. You want it to be true, so the more you tell yourself it's true, you might just convince yourself enough. You might just buy that lie. Now, again, this is a letter to my 13-year-old self. This could be a message to you, and I hope it is. I hope it... I hope you resonate with what I'm telling you, with what I'm talking to you about. But at the end of the day, this is what I would tell my 13-year-old self. I'd sit him down and I'd tell him these things. You need to understand that the corporate setting, your corporate job that you go to, whether it's uh, you work at Google or you work at the, the coffee shop or wherever else you work at, you are working to make somebody else rich. You are putting in your time, your energy, your attention to detail for somebody else. And you are getting a fraction of what you are working towards to help build. Do you not think you have a vision? Are you uncertain about your own creativity that you would rather build someone else's, make someone else rich? then take the opportunity to potentially make yourself rich? Because make no mistake about it. It requires sacrifice. It requires you to bet everything. 
everything you have to attempt to receive what it is you desire. And if you are not willing to do that, then you should work for someone else. You should get on board with someone else's program because you don't have the guts. You don't have the guts to go out there and put in work for yourself. I wish everybody did, but most people don't because they lack a spine to put themselves in danger, to force themselves out of their comfort zone. Those who are confident and who have built themselves, they walk out of their comfort zone, Drake walking out of it. They like, yeah, man, I'm walking out of here. I don't care because I know I'll make it. Versus the people who are out there got to be shoved out like a baby mom, like a like a like a mother bird shoving her her fletchling kin out of the out of the nest. That's what most people have to do to get out of their comfort zone. Someone's got to push them out, and all the way down they resent the person who pushed them, only to thank them once they learn how to fly. You need to jump out, swan dive, jump out of that nest so that you can learn to fly. And not only fly, you'll soar above everybody. And when you start soaring, people will not recognize you from the ground. You will seem like a speck, a, a dust. People won't be able to tell if you're a, a little Tweety Bird or if you're a phoenix who rose from the ashes. They won't be able to tell because you'll be so high up. They won't even know. They won't recognize you. That's right. This is what I'm telling. This is what I would tell my younger self. Is why are you doubting yourself? The whole world's going to doubt you. Everybody will doubt you, will not be certain about your future. Who cares about a certain future? You know what I'm certain about? That I won't give up. That I'm going to win. That I'm going to get what I want. Because I will t accept nothing less. I will live in a cardboard box if that's what it takes. I will work not... I will work every waking moment of the day if that's what it takes. I will do everything it takes because I will accept nothing less than what I actually want. Can you say that? Can you say those things to yourself? Most people can't. I have to remind myself of this every day. It's not a one and done. It's not just a, a one-off thing where you get a card and you put it in your wallet. No. This is something you have to remind yourself every single day. And you need to live in the future to predict what's going to happen. But don't you dare forget the past because the past can become the future if you forget. If you forget your past, it will repeat itself because you didn't learn the lesson. Do not be foolish. Have foresight. Now I know... You're probably like, oh my gosh, what, how does he know all this? Where does he, where does he come up with this stuff? Is he reading something right now? Oh, you want to see my screen right now? That's my screen. I ain't reading a script. I'm reading nothing. This is just me. This is what I would tell my 13 year old self. If you're 13, you're listening to the show. I just gave you advice that would save you the next 20 years of your life. If you're 20 years old, I just saved you 10 to 15 years of your life. If you actually take everything I just said and you plugged it into a chip like you're playing Cyberpunk 77, you would just save yourself so much time. But I understand. Most people got to learn the hard way. Most people have to learn 
after they've already been hurt. Is it sad? Yes. Is it reality? Unfortunately, yes. My friends, everybody has a creative outlet. Everyone has something that makes them unique. You need to find what that is. And you need to make it your own. And you need to not let anybody make you resent that part of yourself. Now you might, you, yes, you, listener of the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, you might be thinking, you know, I like listening to Austin. He's insightful. He has good thoughts. You know, I maybe I like the sound of his voice. Whatever it is, I don't know why you listen. I'm glad you do, but I don't know why you do it. At the end of the day, no one owes me anything. You could turn the show off right now, and that... I would keep doing it. I'd keep I'd keep doing the show. But it would be different. I'm not owed anything and neither are you. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you will stop having a victim mentality. That's another aspect I would tell myself. Don't be a victim. Do not subscribe to this victim culture that is designed to keep you down, that is designed to suppress you, that is designed to get you thinking you deserve everything for free when nothing is free. In fact, it's the free things that are the most dangerous. It's the free things that you should be the most resentful of. One of the laws of power, you will learn to resent the free lunch because you will know it's a lie. You will know that whatever it is that is coming your way is a fraud. It is a fake. And if you want to be a real, genuine person, if you want to have real results, you can't use fake ingredients. You will not accept the free lunch because the free lunch is the most dangerous thing you can imagine. Last thing that I would tell myself because I could do this show for the next hour. Maybe I'll make it a series. Let me know what you want. I might I might do that. Open letters to my younger self. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll make that a series. Let me know what you think in the comments or on my Twitter at Austin Creed. But I'm going to keep going with my last tip. My last tip is this, my friends, take care of your physical health. Whether it's you go to a chiropractor, whether it's you get a mas- go to massage therapy, whether it's you work out in the gym, whether it's you go make sure you see your dentist, your doctor, your optometrist, whatever it is you're doing, make sure you take care of yourself because you want to, look, I know, I know, trust me, everybody thinks they're going to be young forever. They're going to be good looking forever. They're going to be youthful forever. But let me tell you something. You're not. I'm not. That is exactly why I get massages. I go to the chiropractor. I do all these things because I want to make sure that I look and feel my best as much as I possibly can. Because when you're not doing that, let me let me phrase it to you like this. Uh, let's pretend for a second that you're like the average schmuck who stays up really late, who then wakes up in the morning feeling like garbage, eats like garbage, doesn't work out, doesn't go for walks, doesn't run, doesn't eat right, is always on their screen, might be on head meds, and you wonder why you're depressed, you wonder why your life's not going the way you want it to go, you're, you, don't, you can't understand why you're not winning. When you're treating your body like garbage, 
when you're treating your psyche like garbage and you're telling yourself that you're not worth it. Do you think pro athletes, high-level business entrepreneurs, high-level executives, do you honestly think that these people treat their bodies like dirt? Do you think that these people eat trash food and associate with trash individuals and do all these things? Hell no. No. You are who you hang out with. If you hang with, with bums, you're going to be a bum if you lay with the road if you lay with the roaches you're going to get typhus my friends and, and, and that that typhus is not always physical it could be mental mental's the worst if you're if they get your psyche oh that's going to take you a long time to fix like it did for me you need to get your mind right and then your body will follow sometimes you need to get your body right so your mind will follow you ever have that before i'm giving y'all game Things I've allowed to learn the hard way when I hit rock bottom. Everybody going to hit rock bottom at least once in their life. I'd argue every chapter of your life, you hit rock bottom. You go through the classic story arc where you start here, you kind of go up a little bit, then you drop down, then you go back up again. Sometimes your life will look like a cardiac arrest patient, but that's okay. That happens in life. You can't control everything that happens to you, but what you can control is your response to it. That's one thing you will always be able to control. Anyways, my friends, I will conclude my letter to my 13-year-old self with that. If you have any thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, make sure to hit me up on Twitter, at Austin Creed, you know, or at Aussie Creed. You will also be able to find me in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube or on Rumble. But until next time, my friends, let me know what you think. What would you tell your younger self? God bless you. God bless your family. And God bless the United States of America. We're out of here. You can take care of yourselves now. And, and if you need to replay this, replay this. I gave you all I gave y'all game that took me 10 years to learn. I hope it doesn't take you 10 years or God forbid twice as long. <laughs>